software nobody uses right it's not even it's supposed to be a learning aid for binary and computer logic this is called j flap this is j flap if you know what it is and you like it don't talk to me <laughs> like don't even come in anywhere near great. me like just please great five viewers are all, all left now thanks <laughs> yeah. they were waiting for you to say j flaps yeah they were, they were waiting for me to rag on that one niche software that nobody dude, uses. ever heard of j flap love it dude those five followers are fucking on it now nope great thanks, get in the thanks kettle back to zero followers they're gonna flame me now <laughs> yeah Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Why would I? You couldn't. Listen, if I... If, no, no, no. If they weren't holding my diploma for ransom, right? I would not you be should, coming you back should, here. You should word it like this. Are you ready for the real world? Yes. I'm entirely ready. The only thing All in right, my life... We're going to put you on MTV's real world. We're sending you to Cabo for six That's months. That's not real world. Fuck you. You know, my mom one time was all like, yo, maybe I'll put you on scared straight. And I looked her straight in the eye and I was like, no, no, no. I looked her straight in the eye and I was like, those kids rob their parents and sell that, sell the money at a fucking pawn shop so they could buy drugs. Your kid gets bad grades. Get the fuck out of here. They always did that where it was like four of the five kids did some fucked up shit and then the fifth kid was just like, I disrespected my mom. Right. You know, it was, it was like... like the my mom told me to do my laundry, and I said no. <laughs> right. it was like the <laughs> that, that kid gets the worst of it. <laughs> what the fuck do they know about that life? <laughs> they're showing up. They're like, "When you get into prison, your butthole's mine." <laughs> that dude's like, "I'm sorry, dude. I'm so I said sorry to my mom the moment she said that." Right. <laughs> He's like, "I do my laundry for the rest of it. like that's." Pure, like you're traumatizing. That one was targeting children. the demographic of you. Right. That's a you demographic. But like, but like, also, by the way, if you're a parent and you watch Scared Straight with your kids, you're you're just basically you're just outsourcing the trauma. Like, <laughs> you're just you're just like I don't have the time or energy to traumatize my own kids, so we're just gonna watch TV and they'll tra be traumatized that way. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I think like most of those guys in there too. Weren't even like really trying to like, except for the kids that would fucking fight back and thought they could take on fucking 10 prisoners. Like, come yeah, on. They were like, I'll fucking take you all. But the ones that were like really remorseful, they were like, okay, we have to put on the act, guys. All right. Get your scary faces on. Yeah. Like, Monsters Inc. shit. Like, right. All right. Once that door opens, we got to do our scares. We got to get our fucking points They're in. They're fucking like this close to the kid's face. Johnny, you're on the scare board. Atta boy. <laughs> <laughs> You right? Like, yeah, he was all like, oh, I really don't give a shit. Kids make mistakes. This happens. Right. We played bat. Like, we could have been out fucking gangbanging, doing some bad shit. No, we were playing basketball in the gym. Right. That was it. Like, we were on a school campus playing basketball at, like, what, 7 p.m.? Ooh. <laughs> Wasn't even that big of a deal. But to answer your question, my thing is, I think my thing about work is this, about the real world is at least this. I have like a five things and I say five because I really only know one, but I'm assuming there's probably four other problems that I've yet to really address that 
I just need to get in control of, or at least ahead of, because the biggest thing right now is I, I don't wake up on time. So when people are all like, yo, you got to do this thing by this time so we can, you know, like my interview, right? I had an interview on Thursday. <laughs> my biggest concern is not making it was, you know, was not, was not waking up on time for the interview. It was at noon. <laughs> you already have it or it's coming up? I had it already. How'd it go? Yeah. It went good. It went really well. <laughs> Sorry. No, it went really well. I was charming and they liked me and everything. But the problem is this. They were... Him with the Raz. What? No, like the, the their issue is like, they're like, so what do you... like? I had, I know I knew how to do everything they were asking me about, right? Like it was, it's very simple. Not very simple, but it's kind of complicated. But I'd be working on like prototype design, right? So yeah. I, I just have to have the idea. Their main concern for me was I had been in school for so long, so I'm used to the structure of it all, right? Where it's like they walk in, they tell me what to do, they give me a due date to do that thing, I go home, I work on it, I submit it. Yeah, autonomy. Yeah. So the job they interviewed me for is completely like you're working, you are your, you're who you're in charge, you're in charge of yourself. Like you just know the end date and then you, you got to make by these dates, I should have this much done or whatever. Right. Like, and even past that, it's like, they don't have like, they're not like, this is what it needs. They basically are like, this is what we need, right? Figure out how you want to get that done. So if you need parts, if you need, you know, software, if you need things you need us to buy, you need to create a form, come to us, tell us to buy it. We'll buy it for you. We'll have it delivered. You go to the lab desk, you and your, and I would have a second intern as my partner. So I'd be software and my second, my partner would be hardware. Mm-hmm. And it would just be the two of us collaborating to build a prototype. And then by the end of the summer, by like end of August, we would have the, at best have for like a prototype, like showcase sort of deal. So like he would have like the bare bones of what the satellite would be. And I would have like a demonstration on a laptop of how the software would work. So, like, their main concern was just, like, do you have any experience in basically showing up to a job and just figuring it out? And I was all like, actually, I do. <laughs> what? I do. Right. It was like, I do. I had to do that for my last internship where I had no web design or regular expression knowledge or anything about servers or how they work or anything. And guess what? I figured it out and I just rolled with it from beginning to end. And they were like, great. So I should be either here or back for them next week or just look for another job. But I like my big thing about being an adult, being out of school is just the fact that like there's just some things that come into being consistent that I don't have already. Like I can be consistent, but I need to raise the level of my consistency is effectively all I have to do. So like right now, if you ask me to do something, I can get it done. I'll probably need a little bit of wiggle room because it's not going to get done perfectly, but I can get it done. If I could just, you know, get discipline in my life, then I did. No, y'all know, y'all know I don't have no discipline. Why would I? Because I've never needed it to handle like what I got going. (laughs) I haven't needed. I mean, I, I do need it. I just haven't ever used it. What? Also, I think there's a difference to. School. How did you get through school? Not discipline. Not what? Plot armor. 
10 ways okay, a Sunday. There's also a difference where it's like <laughs> school is like they set up an after class and it's the weekend. Work is like, if you fuck up enough, they're going to let your ass go. Right. You're not getting no rest for another job. Right. But like going back to that whole plot armory thing, right? Like, I don't know what it is, but like, so whenever I have something and I'm freaking out about it, my brain will just go, okay, 10 seconds. You get to use me to your full capacity for just three days. <laughs> and then that end of that three days, I'm, I'm fucking useless to the world. But during those three days, I just piss gold. <laughs> it's just like, I'd get things done on the first try exactly how I needed to work. But, but after those three days, <laughs> if you asked me to add one plus one, I'd give you five. Like. Like it's so that's where I'm like that's how I got through school. Like it would be like, oh, the due date is approaching, deadline mode, and you're, I would fucking. It's just what I was like. You're talking, you're talking, not needing discipline to two people who've genuinely based their life off of discipline. Yeah, I know, I understand. Yeah. I learned I had discipline and then I I got out of high school and then I discipline was a part a distant like breeze in the wind. This guy got a taste of freedom out of school for a minute. Yeah. And went, I don't need anything anymore. Literally. I got out of high school, we start going to the beach at fucking 10 p.m. on random days of the week. <laughs> and I was like, this is what life is should be like. This is what my life should be like every day for the rest of and my guess life. Guess what? After like a month, we all started realizing that this isn't real. Now y'all started realizing that this wasn't real. I was living the fantasy. <laughs> I still went to work. Right. I was working at that time. I was working with you. Sometimes. Discipline. I mean, again. Did you show up? It's discipline. Most of the time. Most of the time. You were mostly 90, disciplined. 90, 95% of the time I showed up. That's pretty good. That is like I said, wiggle room. <laughs> Give me that five percent. Like, look at me and go, "Hey, listen, ninety-five percent is still passive, my guy." Like, if you're looking for a hundred percent of me, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it take that's gonna take a long time for me to be able to give you that last five percent. You know what I mean? It's a threshold. I can give you ninety-five percent upfront. He's like, "That's an A. I'm good. Right. Done. Nailed it." Right. Right. Like, I can give you that ninety. Like, fucking. I, the truest testament to who I am as a person. In the class that I just failed, right? I had we had to take the final. Okay, so uh -huh. there are two two parts to the final. Part one was an essay thing. Got one attempt. You fill out the essays. You submit it. You hope for the best. Part two was multiple choice. You get three attempts. Right? You could get perfect score guaranteed. I took it one time. I got forty seven out of fifty. I went. <laughs> I was like, I don't need the, I don't need those last three points. And I moved on. But a disciplined person would have been like, no, I could get those last three points. They might matter. You need to get, yeah, discipline is everything, right. I think. They get your sleep in. They get your diet, right? Yep. They get you working out again. Exercising. I, I, yeah. I think Mike Tyson said it. He's like, discipline is doing the shit you don't want to do just to live. Yes. I mean, and I, I need that shit. Me and Kathy have been busy the last two weeks, right? We've been walking around. I have never noticed how out of shape I am in my life since these past two weeks. All we've been doing is walking around, right? Maybe walking two miles in a day. That's it. We went to Monterey Bay Aquarium, right? I wanted to get a little, you know, and look at the fishes. Sure. We walked there. We walked to the aquarium. We walked around. We stopped at a pub. 
got some food, walked back. We got home. I collapsed. <laughs> I was like, my legs, my goddamn legs. I am. I. So that's what I need. So that's why I think if I could just get discipline in order, whatever that looks like for me. This is your main. Like, if, if this is a video game, this is your main quest yeah, right yeah. now. The get your sleep right. Get your diet right. Exercise. Things and, will start fucking automatically falling in line too. And honestly, the diet and exercise thing also all correlate to sleep. Yeah. Because 100%. if I if you wake up like you're not gonna lose your sleep that much the next day. Right. Especially when you're waking up and half your day is already gone because you woke up at noon or you woke up at like one and you're just like cool. You right. Right, that's my goal. That's I'm not been, trying to be like that. That's been mad early for me lately. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, if Steve were to work at a bar, like, yeah, right. So, but Steve's day, day, Steve's day is like Lit. skewed. Yeah, like, like most people start their day at. If it's on a graph, we're translating it with a 90 degree rotation. Yeah, basically, like it's like all the way over there, <laughs> right? Like his day needs to start at noon so he can be ready. My okay. day starts at nine, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like, I'm still up there with the fucking I'm still in the trenches with everybody. Just not I'm time. just not there with the five AMers. Right, nah, I but rotate it back a little bit, dude. I'm up at four. Fuck you all. <laughs> I could not. Like if I could just wake up at nine, yeah. I see like I look at it every day, like I wake up and I go, Man, it's already one. That means I could have gone grocery shopping, could have cleaned the house by now. Yeah. And then I would not have had to do anything after this point because I don't have a job right now, right? So I could be working, looking into my classes. Maximize the quality of your time, I could be genuinely... Maximize your time. This is how bad I am at discipline, right? When I... Just this last semester, this is how I would gauge my day. I'd be like, did I do eight hours of total work or eight total hours of work? Yes. I'm good. I don't have to do anything anymore. Even though I definitely did. (laughs) If you start to look at time as a currency... Your whole world will change. Yes, but you know how I treat money. <laughs> <laughs> but this thing. If you think about it, like, if you're buying a sandwich and, like, this is, like, three hours of work or some shit, or, like, two hours of work. Yeah. Or, like, have you guys seen that chart about the Big Mac? In, uh, in 1980, one hour of work would have bought you, like, six Big Macs. But now, today, one hour of work buys you 0.9 of a Big Mac. <laughs> But I get what you're saying. I know that was a little side note. Point nine, basically, you need to work two hours to afford one Big Mac. Oh, it's just Big Mac. Big Mac now, so minimum wage is, what, 17? A Big Mac, I believe, or no, federal minimum wage. Think about federal minimum wage. 13, right. A Big Mac is $16. A Big Mac is $16? Or $14 for the meal. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude. I go to when I go to McDonald's to buy me and Cassie food, and I'm walking away from there with like a twenty-seven dollar bill. They took it all away. Remember, they took away the dollar menu. They took, and then they had the you know two for two fifty being a thing going on, or no, the Dude, two for five. You're spending twenty-seven dollars on shit food. Not even, not not regularly. You want to you want to hear something crazy? I spend twenty-five dollars a day on all my meals. That's amazing, and it's healthy. And it's I mean, I eat red meat, right. but you know what I mean? Like it's a whole ass meal. It's not just, not just a fucking listen. shit burger. Listen, all right. <laughs> listen, $27, $27. $27. I don't go to burger. I don't go to McDonald's like every week. I go like but I'm just, once every couple of weeks, but I have a, 
it's it's an efficiency thing though, right? Because like, the same thing. Like I'll go out and eat, and I know that the bill is gonna be like thirty bucks, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But like, I would say six, five or six days out of the week, I'm killing it. I'm like, I go to Safeway or I'll go to a grocery store, I'll buy my meal, and it's literally like, what I have to pay out of pocket that day is like twenty bucks. I know. I've been. And I have two whole ass heavy ass meals. I want you to know I've been like, you, have you guys seen those posts where it's like you driving to work at 5 a.m., right? And it's you on the freeway. And then you look out the window and it's like that one unemployed friend doing something completely wild, like doing whatever at 5 a.m. That's me right now. Me, I spent, I spend in the past, I think three days, I spent $200 just on food and random shit that I feel like doing. And I need to stop. I have a nice nest egg. The school came to me. It was like, oh, we forgot to give you the scholarship or something. So here's, you know, some money. But like, listen, I, I know. I'm like, I have, me and Cassie haven't done dishes <laughs> in like weeks because our dishwasher is broken. And our fridge, we have not had food in our house for the same amount of time because we're like, oh, we need to go grocery shopping. Or we could just DoorDash because Cassie can afford it. <laughs> but like, yeah, if I could get my sleep in order, I could I could actually just get basically so much of my life at the point, at the level I want it to be at. Yeah. But, Again, if you look at time as money, time as a currency, you'd spend it better. I mean, I think that's the other issue, right? So when it hits midnight... I start I start to do I start to look at money like a currency, but I like to spend it doing things I would rather be doing. Like sleeping? No, like playing video games and magic and shit like that. Because I know when I wake up in the morning I have to do I have to do adult things. Well again, and that's then, the same thing as money, right? Like if you had the money, you would rather spend it on fun than you would on responsibility. Right. But you have to stack your responsibility with and that's the same with time, right? Like the I have to be responsible. I work five, six days a week. Yeah, like five. You know? But anytime I have... And everything else I do with my time, it's an investment. I see it as an investment. I invest my time when I go to the gym. I invest my time when I go to Safeway and I and I buy the steaks that I'm going to buy and eat. You know, I invest my time when I cook. I invest my time when I'm doing laundry, keeping my room clean, you know, making sure my car is good. And then that way, like... If, if I keep investing that time, the returns are, I can go to Tahoe and go snowboarding on a day. Yeah, but like after how long? Not that long, dude. I'm going again in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. Three, the third time that I've gone in the last like two months. But again, it's a bigger, like it's a long-term investment though, right? Like I've been doing this shit for like solidly, like consistently. I could speak on since August. I've been on my shit. If I wasn't, and I was just blowing money like I always, like I used to always do. Yeah. I would have no chance of going to, dude, I had to buy, like just to do the snowboarding shit, I had to put down a lot of money just to fucking do that because I had to get all the gear. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, if, if I was terrible with my time management and my fucking money, like finances, and it's one of those things, I am not the greatest at fucking keeping my finances together either. Like I really am not. More so than most, I would like to think, but even within my own realm, like I'm not great at it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if I can manage my time well, then I'll manage my t my money well. You know? And that's how it's been working. But, like, again, <laughs> I mean, like, I under I know what my life looks like when I do actually manage my time well. 
And I admit it is nice sometimes, right? Being able to wake up at nine, get all those things you need to really like work on out of the way. So that way when, you know, five o'clock, six o'clock hits, I can basically go now I can enjoy my time and be in bed on time to go do whatever. But what I end up, what happens more likely than not is even like on the days where I do wake up on time and I am efficient and I am, you know, using my time very well and everything. 5 p.m., 6 p.m. hits, and I'm like, cool. Now I can just relax, play my video games, whatever. Sure. And then midnight hits, and I go, I should stop. So I could go. Because, again, I only sleep for eight hours. It doesn't matter when I fall asleep. My body now does only sleep for eight hours. You say only like that's not enough. No, no, no. It is enough. <laughs> it is enough now. I've caught up on my. You just went, my body the- only sleeps. <laughs> I'm going to exaggerate it for you. My body. <laughs> only sleeps for eight hours. Is that what I sounded uh, like? No, not at all. That's the exaggeration I'm throwing on it now. I mean, yes. <laughs> it, you, I mean, okay, but think about it this way also, right? There used to be, there was a long, long portion of my life where I was sleeping 10, 12 hours. Jesus. 10, 12 hours. It's half the day. Yeah. God damn. I'd fall asleep at one and I'd wake up at two. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, it would be, It would be a How whole does, thing. My body doesn't let me. Yeah, well, mine does. <laughs> it, it it is nice, I, but like for instance, last night I went to bed at four, and I woke up at eleven. <laughs> so seven seven hours. All right, right. That's solid. Yeah, that's a so that's a solid amount of time. And I and I naturally woke up. No, the 11. hours that you're sleeping at. Oh, garbage. Right. That now it's like again. It's so you know how yours is like at a ninety degree angle. Mine's at like a negative ninety degree angle, where it's like it could be if I could just. That's the thing <laughs> is like your the way your life goes too is like my body is really used to this to to going to bed at like three or four now, so like that's quality for me. If it's anything later than that, I feel like dog shit. Even if I get cool like quantity of hours. Yeah. You know, but. Nah, not me. For something like <laughs> for someone who's a who's who's a day walker, <laughs> <laughs> those goddamn day walkers. <laughs> like four a.m. is like that's that you're you're literally running into it. It becomes this, this shift in mentality, right? Because four a.m. to you is a morning. Four a.m. for to me is the end of my night. Yeah, you know. Four a.m. But like four a.m. to me is like ooh. Yeah, bedtime. you're like damn, dude. I should have been up at. I gotta be up at nine. Yeah, I really do I that. Should have been. I'll be like, I'll be playing magic on Cassie's iPad and I'll be like, what time is it? And I'll scroll down mid game. I'll be like, oh, it's 4.30. Let's finish this game and get one more in. I got to be up in five hours. Okay. (laughs) Keeps playing. And I'll end on a loss. I'll be like, now again, I shouldn't really care about magic that much. I might have to delete that app just for a couple months for me to get my life in order. Just put a timer on it. You could do that. I can, but I won't. (laughs) <laughs> discipline <laughs> and there's the story of my life can i do it of course i can do it i can do anything i put my mind to but will i do it no, you, you were talking question. earlier you know what you sounded like you sounded like buddha seeking enlightenment without having to go through the suffering yes you're like i just want that enlightenment part buddha said you don't have to suffer to get there so let's see if he's right that's right. essentially you in a nutshell like no my entire life I mean it from like literally I think the moment I achieved consciousness to today has been me going like if I just continue stumbling like 
theory, like probability theory and everything like that says eventually I'll land on something good. And I do most of the time. <laughs> I fuck with, I've been fucking with like probability theory so hard lately. Like subconsciously, subconscious now. Where yeah. I'm like, if I'm a one, if I'm 1% of this, like the odds of that are ridiculous. Cause it's one of those things where you're like, okay. Um, Can you see my feet also? Or are they out of the frame? Good. It's one of those things like, so magic, let's say you're the, like, the, it, let's say there's a ranking in the magic game you're playing online. You're top 100, whatever. You're in the top 100. Let's just say. Are you? No. Okay. Well, let's just say for, for argument's sake, let's just say that. Yeah. And this, this is where probability theory fucks with me a lot. Cause like you can make, you could, and this is why statistics are bullshit a little bit. Why? Because you can go, okay, there's, I am top 100 out of the, let's say a thousand people that play magic. So you're in the 10 top 10%, right? Yeah. You're in the top 10%. But out of the 8 billion people who exist, you know, now I'm doing 10 over 1,000 over 8 billion. <laughs> Dude, I am in the 0.001% of top magic players in the world. Yes. You know, now that now you're the, again, the, the probability stacks in your favor if you start, if you start expanding outwards like that. Yeah. If you start like achieving more and like you, you raise your level, right? Like then yes, you do become, your probability is very greatly in that favor. And then that dives into like existentialism and nihilism. Cause then you go, you go two ways of thought here. You go, I'm either so unique in this world that I'm magnificent or you go, which I, it never mattered ever because it's such a small probability. And I am definitely on the whole, like so unique, I'm magnificent sort of <laughs> level of life. Like, I mean, Actually, I was, and I feel like though that's that's a thing for everybody, you know. Like I feel like at least a solid number of people are out there right now who are probably like achieving like you know average, but are also out here like nobody could do it like me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, that's like the gym in a nutshell for me. I'm like, dude, I'm in that. I'm in that. Perf- my with that and people who work out, my I'm in the top one percent, but in the world. That one percent now is just fucking pl- like skyrocketed to like one hundred one thousandth, one <laughs> ten thousandth of a percent. I'm in that category if you fucking take on the world. If you take on yes, but if you're like me, when you're like probably in the top, you know, seventy maybe, <laughs> maybe if I'm being nice to myself, probably top fifty percent, right? Then when you take it to the whole world, I'm still sitting dead center in the middle, <laughs> but I still feel like a god. <laughs> I mean, see, that's the thing. That's why the mind is the most powerful thing, man. Because like, that can make you get into that god complex level. You you always like to dabble in. I do love the dabbling god complex things. Like I have, I feel like it's weird that I have like the most. I think I have the most balanced sense of doubt and sense of what's the opposite of doubt? Grandiose confidence grandiosity did you say irrational confidence grandiosity <laughs> grandiosity yeah you're not wrong so, i have a very solid balance of both those things <laughs> so you have a lot of so what grandiose being grandiose grandiosity i don't know if that's a word but trademark <laughs> the welcome to the the couch living podcast today we're creating new words for I got my shakespeare shirt dic- on come on the dictionary <laughs> Grandiosity. It is feeling larger than life. 
Yeah. Which I actually do not. It's, I don't want to be a main character. It's next level. It's next level main character energy. It is main character <laughs> energy. Because here's the thing about main character energy. If yeah. you, it, it's this fourth wall breaking now, where you know you're the main character. That's essentially what this guy is like. No, no, no. Oh. I, I'm not the main character, but like I'll say this: when I envision myself in those worlds, I am either two things. Sometimes I'm the main character, but like main character in the aspect of like I show up, I start the show, but in reality, y'all are taking it home. You know what I mean? Right. Or 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 what I would re- what I would love to be is that old dude that's just like the main character walks up they're like yo are you that master or whatever yeah like Master Roshi where it's like yo I'm I'm just I'm the main character and I go good time to kick your shit hit until you become worthy of that title but I have no expertise to be able to talk about it you're just the guy that goes you, you you see the main character and like you ain't strong and the guy's like. No, I and then that guy gets on his fucking shit, and then you go into Dragon Ball Super where you see Master Roshi now, and you're like, "Oh damn, <laughs> there's a, there's a gap there." No, but like, but I, he'll still put in his work. I I wanna I wanna be like the you know like the captain of uh, the like the the head captain in Bleach, the fire guy, right? Yamama, Yamamoto. Yamamoto. I wanna be Yamamoto. Like I don't want to show up like all the time to basically be like, "You listen, I am that guy." Like, watch me. I want to show up maybe three times and then probably die on the third one. Here's the thing. No, wait, wait. You, you, what you pitched earlier was definitely Dragon Ball, though. Yeah. Because you're like, in, in the original Dragon Ball, Master Roshi was super relevant. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z, irrelevant. Yeah. And then Super, he was super irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be, but like, yeah, I want to be Master Roshi, where it's like, listen. Either that know? or he's Krillin. I, <laughs> Same yeah, I thing. That's the second one Same I was going to be. Dragon Ball, he's relevant. Dragon Ball Z, he's less relevant, but he still has like he's side character support. Yeah. And then Dragon Ball Super, he's just comic relief. Yeah. Well, Krillin or Masaroshi. Krillin. Both. Yeah. Well, Yamcha's just straight up just Yamcha was comic relief <laughs> from the get. I, I love that. Have you seen that post where it's all like, can you imagine having your ass beat so hard it resonates throughout the whole anime multiverse? Because <laughs> because they take that scene where he's just in the crater like this. And they put it in every single show now whenever anybody gets their ass beat, like, just straight disrespectful. Now, I don't want to be Yamcha, but the way I've been living my life, I am currently Yamcha. <laughs> you had your shot with Bulma, bro. <laughs> uh, what? One Piece is finally... I'm waiting for the, Gear 5, the, dude. and then I'm going to binge that whole season. Oh, you're not. Uh, I'm caught up in the manga. Uh, do you want to... I'm caught up in the manga. Uh, I'm waiting for the anime to finally reveal Gear Five, and then uh, and then I'm gonna go start at the beginning of the Wano arc and binge the entire thing. Jeez, I mean, that's like such I a said, long series. That was as long as Thriller. I don't know if it's as long as Thriller's arc, but it was long. I mean, again, I am. It was a good. It was a great. I am arc, that though. unemployed friend. <laughs> I am that unemployed friend. I got the time. And this is why your sleep schedule is dog shit. I don't watch. I don't watch anime. You can't. You can't. So here's my thing about. Here's the thing. Well, okay. Watch it on Crunchyroll. It's 20, 21 minutes. Yeah. Twenty-one. How minutes. many episodes is it in Wano? At least a hundred. At least. They've been. They've been on Wano for. Do one week. 
They've been on Wano all year. They've been releasing an episode every week, aside from the two weeks they take a hiatus for like the past year. I think they actually started Wano during the pandemic. That's a hundred days. Right. Let's say let's say it's let's say it adds up to two two thousand four hundred minutes. Yeah. Divided by twenty four hours. Wait, 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 two. Sorry, that's bad math. Either way, it's not a hundred days, but it's a lot of fucking it's, time. It's, it's a lot of time. And so here's my thing, right? Bad if math. I wanna, sorry, guys. And this is, this brings me ultimately to where my fundamental problems lie. I look at time like this. I can wake up at nine, shop, work, uh, you know, do everything that needs to be done for the house and for you know life stability and everything. And let's say on a good day that takes me to six, right? Because you wake up at eight, you would go to work from nine to five, leave work, do your shopping or whatever, come home, clean. And that's only if those, so both those things take half an hour, you'd be done by six. But you need to be in 10, you need to be in bed by 10 or 11. Yeah, it's 40 hours. That's not terrible. But still, 40 hours of straight content. Sorry, I did the math. <laughs> straight up, though, that's a lot, but not a lot. It's a whole work week. I mean, the last time I was able to binge all of One Piece, I was a high school student and it was summer vacation. I mean, yeah. <laughs> This two days, but like still two straight days. Of two binging. straight days of just episode after episode. And I don't need it to be on point. Just fucking next episode. Right. Go. It would like skip, skip every single opening, skip every single ad credit. But like, so from six to 10, that's your only time to really do your own, like what fulfills you or like what, you know, gets you ready for that next day. If I want to watch One Piece and play video games and, you know, do whatever, you know, Castle will probably be there while i watch anime or play video games but like do those two things right so that's two hours for each that's four episodes of one piece and then maybe you know i achieve something in a video game somewhere if i'm lucky that's my problem so that's why like so this is why i can't watch anime anymore and i'm really sad because house paradise was one i wanted to get into yeah but like i multitask too much i'm like it's just in my nature now. Yeah. Like working at a bar, all you do is multitask. Talk to someone while making a drink, while fucking also keeping track of 10 other orders I have to put down. Like yep. I'm like on my phone while I'm watching TV and I'm trying to keep track of both. Can't do it anymore. So I just read on my phone. Just read with mangas. That's it. Can't do animes anymore. Me, unfortunate. Like right Unless it's like a great series. I mean, I mean like, Gazzy are at this point now where uh the what we can do what we know we can do now is if we find a good audiobook we'll play that and then play video games. yeah we'll play we'll play the audiobook and play video games but yeah same thing with us we whenever we watch tv if we're not doing something else then it's like okay then uh what are we doing you yeah. know what I mean? like if we're purely watching tv it has to be like something that is genuinely like enthralling us but even with our favorite series, like we'll we'll put it on, and then you want to play TFT, you want to want to play Hearthstone or Magic or something like that, because we nothing we can't devote our attention to one thing anymore because we want to pack as much enjoyment into those hours before Cassie has to go to bed as possible. I've been trying to do so. I've been trying to keep my focus hyper in terms of like on one thing when I'm not working because. I mean, that's how you get short attention span, mm, right? I, I think about that. that. I'm like, dude, if I have the TV on while I'm on my phone, like one of those is going to waste. I don't need the background noise. I really don't. I like you know that. what I mean? It's one of those things. Like same with audiobooks. I couldn't do audiobooks anymore because if I was doing, like I was doing it during an activity, I'm not fully engaged into what the fuck I'm listening to. Yeah. 
Actually, I'll say this about uh, about that too. When I was, so this it was this year. So like two years ago, I would be able to listen to an audiobook and work. Yeah. Now it's actually got to a point where it's like if I have an audiobook on, I'm not actually learning anything I need to know because my focus on is what I enjoy, and I'm just doing this to play off the fact that I'm clearly not yeah. <laughs> about this anymore. So I had to stop listening to anything. So when I work, I do work in silence, but like. You know, it's like I, I, my attention span now is so small. So. You know what made me really? I mean, I was always comfortable with silence, but what really made it like solidified it was SCBCA. Mm-hmm. Being in like a, it, I just felt like I was, dude. The isolation there was crazy. It's so weird. You're in like, a room by yourself. No one's even in the building. Yeah. No one's even in that building. In the building. Right. No, no, no. It's I'm. He's right. Like that. You would walk in on a Friday. There would be maybe, maybe one person you're in the unlo- entire building. You're the one unlocking the building. Yeah. The one guy that's in there is the male guy. Yeah. And I don't even talk to him. And he know he's only in there for like half an hour at best. Right? He'd show up, put the mail there. Or no, the, it was the person behind the mail boxes, right? Yeah. And so he'd show up. He'd be like, let me get this, this, this. Put it in certain places. And then he'd be gone by maybe 10. It was that, and then every now and then our our bosses would come in, maybe for like an hour at the end of our shift. Right, and it'd be completely silent. The lights wouldn't even be on. Like, they'd cut. They they've come in multiple times, just me in the dark, scanning, doing the job, basically scanning documents, saving them into a database. Yeah. Right, and it would be like, you don't want to turn on the lights, and I was like, we have the window, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, super. I felt like I was like uh, that bad. Where do they send bad prisoners? Um. What? Uh, solitary. I felt like I was oh, in yeah. solitary confinement for a bit. Yeah. But I, sense. dude, I enjoyed that. It is. It, I no, enjoyed it was, that. It was a nice it was break. Weird. It, I liked it because it was like it took all the pressure off of needing to be as good as an employee as I could be. But that had its side effects, as you know. <laughs> I know. I caught you. Ah, only sleeping a couple times on the job. Under the fucking day of desk. They weren't coming in that day. <laughs> I knew they weren't coming in. I'd be like, Anita, you need me to do anything before you come in? Oh, I'm not coming in today. <laughs> Wait, you need me to do anything before you come in? Oh, I'm not coming in that day. It probably Perfect. did build a couple bad habits for me too. Cause like it became that thing where I got so done and ahead of everything. And they, like they were just, it was one of those things. I did all my tasks so ahead. I'm like, what do you guys need me to do? I'm like, um, you could do, you keep working on that document that we don't need anymore, but, or you could do homework. And I'm like, I'm done with both. I never did my homework. Before. So I was just like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was eerie. It was like, you had to deal with your boredom. I mean, but I was, I, I mean, again, even when I worked at Cisco, I, I mean, I would come in on the weekends and, and like stay there after hours and everything. I'd be there just in an empty office, just like, gotta get work done. But then after a while, even at Cisco, I was just like, nobody's here to really keep me on my shit or to like match what I'm doing. Yeah. Then I'm just kind of go. I'm gonna I, go home. I was just like perpetually in a state of entropy. Yeah. Just stillness, dude. It was that. It was that bad sometimes where you're like you're just sitting still so much that like you just felt chaotic ever, in nature. You were just like I'm just sitting still, but like everything's going crazy within me. Like I need to do something. I need to. That was a lot. I yeah, mean, that took a lot out of me. You I ever? Like I couldn't do those kind of jobs. You ever wonder like how? The people that currently do it go, you know what I mean? Like the people that genuinely work those jobs were like, 
they don't this job doesn't need to be a job but because it hasn't been automated or because it's been forgotten about basically there's just people that show up to an office space and just sit there like i've seen i've seen a lot of stories about people that are like they forgot to when they were downsizing to get rid of my position so i sat here for about two years with no one to report to no one to send my reports to nobody to turn anything into just completely by myself and eventually just collecting paychecks yeah and then like there's a really funny one where like they eventually moved offices so they had to look at what everything was moving and the guy emailed him and was like you guys didn't tell me where my new assignment was and everything they're all like oh okay we're gonna uh hold on one second and he got back to him a few days later and they were like yeah here's here's where you're going to be stationed uh doing the exact same thing you do reporting to the exact same people you report to and yeah i was like all right i quit <laughs> Well, it's one of those things, even businesses, big businesses are running out of tasks for people to do. So people get done with their days. And this is speculation because obviously I don't work in these businesses, but it seems like from what it sounds like they get, maybe they need like maybe three hours of work. Yeah. That's as much as it takes them to do it. So people go about it differently. Some people power through it. I was the power through guy. Okay, I get it done in my first three hours. Now I'm just going to twiddle my thumbs for the next five, right? And if they come into the room, I'm just going to flip the screen so it looks like I'm doing something yeah. that is work-related. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, while they're not there, or while, they're not, uh, while eyes are not on me, I'm just going to do what I wanted, right? They didn't care. They probably knew that too, Yeah. you know? Actually, but we it, have a it was this game. It became this game of like, they know that we're fucking around. But when they step into the room, it's the respect that like, hey, it looks like we're working at least. Well, we have a friend and he was telling me about how his father was working at this company. And so for the first year, right, he would they would give him his tasks and he would come and they were supposed to take probably three months to complete all of them. He'd complete them in one. Yeah. He'd give them and they'd, they'd be like, oh, perfect. All right. Here's your next level of task. Here's your next task. Yeah. And so he eventually kind of got into this whole thing where he's all like, so I can just finish my tasks within one month and then just wait to send them. Wait, wait two months to send them yeah. and then be like done. And that's the thing. Now, everywhere you go, people are doing that for everything. Like, yeah. Cause there's no incentive, yeah. right? What's the incentive of doing work early? I'm not getting a, if I'm not getting a bonus for it, if you're not incentivizing harder, like working harder, mm -hmm. I don't care to work harder. I'm just going to stay baseline. Exactly. That's, that's, and That's some white collar jobs in a nutshell where you're like, okay, I could get this done in a day, but they don't need it for seven. I mean, that's why, I mean, that's like what you taught yourself in school. You did it backwards though, where you're like, okay, they need this in seven days or like this project's due at the end of the year and I have the whole year. It's not going to take a whole year. Right. So let's get it. Let's start it when I need to. Exactly, it's only going to yeah. take me a month to do this or you know, you're writing that essay. It's only going to take me like, two full days. Right. You know, so let's just fucking wait until those two days, right? At, at work, people, I think, have done it, I don't know, smarter. But, like, people who get ahead of it early just go, okay, I'll just do it now. Now I don't even have to worry about it or stress about it. Mm -hmm. And when they need it, I'll send it. Or right. when like, it's closer to the deadline, send it in so I don't have to require right, like I'll just, I'll just set up the scheduling thing so that when this time hits, everything will be sent over. And that's the beauty of, like... Again, that's why I like where I work because I'm incentivized to work harder. Yes, shows up in my, in my pay. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm and like that's why, especially what I really want 
to see. I want to talk to somebody who's just like who has been where I have been, where I am now. I mean, but like actually, we're like with all this control over your very life and the time you spend on anything you want to do, right? I want to know what they did that propelled them into like a higher level. Because right now, I'm at the point where I, I could, I, I am trying to get a job. I've been applying and everything like that. But I want to know like if somebody kind of like had this and just went and I worked on this and then after I was finished working on it, I sold it for like this much money or like I found this passion or whatever. That's what I'm trying to figure out now, especially since I'm very close to having that diploma is that I need to know where, because this is the biggest problem right now with me in terms of finding a job. I'm not specialized to any degree. So I go to a job and they're like, I go to an interview and they're like, so what's your experience with this, this, and this? And I go, the basic experience from that you get from college, right? Like I computer vision, right? I did like a small computer vision program that tracked small objects moving rapidly. That's all I did, right? I could be like, I have that experience, but I don't have, but they're looking for somebody that's like, I did this project that took me into computer vision. And now I just work on projects in computer vision because it's my passion or like, that's where I'm specializing, like quantum computing or AI and stuff like that. Right? Like, they have, there's, if I specialized in something that actually was, if I basically specialized in something, I'm guaranteed a job. Cause now they're not looking at me like, oh, he's a college student that went for computer science. They're looking at me as a guy who knows what I'm doing, but I don't have any passion or direction. Yeah, but like think about it like think about like Goku, right? Like Goku could do anything any other fighter could ever do. You know what I mean? He can learn it. Instant transmission, the Kamehameha, all those things, right? Kaioken, he could do all those things, but like we know he's his main thing is going Super Saiyan, right? So he can depend on Kaioken, he can depend on the Kamehameha or the spirit bomb or use instant translation, but his main thing is he's going to go Super Saiyan, he's going to kick ass. That's what I need. I need to find my Super Saiyan while still being able to do, you know, Kaioken and Spirit Bomb and everything. I don't have that. I have Spirit Bomb. I have all those little things where it's like, if you came to me tomorrow, it was like, Kendall, you got free time, right? Look into this, see what you can build. I'd be like, yeah, sure, okay. In about a couple weeks, I'd be like, this is what I found, this is what I have, right? I could do that, but it would be better if I was like, Hey, I like this. I've been working on this. Look at this amazing thing that I've poured my very soul into building for you. Make that your own, though. Here's the thing. And this is, again, speculation here. But Alex Honnold, he is this guy who went into a job field, white collar, was making six figures. And I guarantee you, in that job, he was getting ahead of his shit. And the time that he had in that, like, while he was still at work, Done with all of his tasks, but he was going, can I make climbing a living? And he probably rationalized it and made a plan so like watertight enough, an outline watertight enough for him to go, now's the starting point. I can leave this job now and I can start this van life and I could start just traveling and climbing. Guess what? They made like three different National Geographic movies of him free soloing, right? And he made it a living. Yeah. Jeff Bezos, I'm guessing probably did the same shit. 
right? Worked a white collar job, really good salary. And I guarantee you when the time that he wasn't working, but he had, but he had to be at work or in work mode, he was going, I wonder if selling books online is, a, is the idea. Actually. And the moment he hit that fucking go mode, right? It's like a speed run, right? Like once he hits the go mode, then he goes, okay, I'm off this job. Now it's time to go in. Because he wasn't uncertain about his success. So obviously he had to have some form of plan. There was no delusion in his, obviously not, because look at Amazon now. Yeah. But he probably went, no, I can see how this can grow and this can grow and this can grow. And I have the financial withdrawal or the with. Uh, I have the financial holding to support that to where it gets on its own legs and I'd never need to work. A, I never need to work for someone else a day in my life again. Yeah. But like that's, but that's exactly what I'm basically saying. Like that's their super saying that they spend all this time and everything. But before you could get there, he had to learn. Uh, okay. He had to learn how to survive. You still need it. Exactly. Here's the thing. You get, get, sur- learn to master survival. Then you can start thrival. I feel like for you, you need to first get a job, maintain a financial. It, it becomes one of those things. Turn your lifestyle. Turn the ne- the job that you're going to work yourself into. If, if you're going the route, because like you're speaking on projects, like you want to go entrepreneurship in that role. Yeah. That's the case, or even just making different projects to get you in the field specific for what you want to study. You have to, I would say, get a job first. Um, and then get onto a f- get whatever money you could save. Start looking at it as being able to invest that in terms of livelihood, so you can go all in on a project, right? Because that was it. They just planned it so well that it got to this point where they're like, "All right, if I start it in two years from this starting job right now, and I save the way I do, then I could start my business, and I will know." It's going to fucking hit. Yeah. And both of them are right. That Alex Honnold is, I think, still currently just roaming around the country, the world, just climbing, climbing fucking mountains. And Jeff Bezos is alive. Yes. And, and Jeff Bezos is where he's at with Amazon. Amazon. His Steve Jobs is business. the one dead. Yes. yes. <laughs> Alex Honnold's just a climber. Yeah. But that's what he wanted to do for his life. He was like, I just want to go around the country in my van and just climb forever. Cool. I don't know what I want to do just yet. So while just... you're working and saving up for it, and this is where timing usually works in your favor. If you like work, you work incessantly. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where timing doesn't even matter anymore because it, you decide when you want to time it. You know what I mean? At that point. Mm-hmm. So you don't even want, like I, I I'm in that pickle right now. Where I'm like, what do I, do I want to stay in this industry? Do I want to? And that's what it's looking like for me right now. It's like, I want to be, I want to keep climbing this fucking, this vertical building of, of my industry that I'm in. At the same time, if I see something else, I will take all that investment and just invest into that, reinvest into that. I just haven't figured it out yet. So might as well just keep working my ass off and just keep stacking the money. So when I get to that point where I'm like, oh, that's it. That's the idea. Go mode. Let's go. Take my fucking, throw my money at it. Here you go. I mean, I'm going to try that again. So I have, I, I hear what you're saying and I'm going to try to create a plan after this and we'll think, and I'll, you know, update you as I do. <laughs> but like, that's the, we're in the same boat in terms of like 
where looking at our current level of life, it's just you are very much like you have the ability now to go, all right, I made all these investments. I can take that investment. I can put it here and be fine. Right. And I'm at the point where it's like I need to start building the foundations to grow my investments and then be able to, you know, diversify that portfolio. Trust me, I'm straight. I'm still in foundation work. Because that's the hard dude. You're still it, in foundation work. How am I supposed to fucking deal with that? Because bullshit? the foundation, it, it, it's one of those things. Like building a house, right? The thing that you need to make sure is fucking A1 is the foundation. Right. But like... You if, and I are not building the same size house, my friend. I'm, well, I don't know. Is your house bigger or smaller than my house? Because I at least want to be building the same size house as you. At least. You know what I mean? I'm trying. If you're going for a mansion, I'm trying to go for a mansion. Sure. But like, I yeah, wanna... and here's the thing: you could go for a mansion, mansion, and the foundation doesn't have to be amazing, but that has a lot of risk. Right. So I'm. But that's why. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm looking at you, and you're saying you're still building your foundations, right? If that's if you're still building your foundations, and and I'm starting with just not even like flat dirt, like I'm <laughs> I'm starting on like grassy hills. Like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Guess what? What? I'm not building a mansion. Why? <laughs> That's my question. Dave. Why aren't you building a mansion? Because I'm trying to build an empire. Then if you're trying to build an empire, guess what, motherfucker? I'm trying to build an you empire. You better fucking get started then, son. I know. But that's, again, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Building. Because then we'll find out if you are really plot armor or, or if you can just <laughs> fucking get your head out of like fucking... If Nose I, straight to the grindstone. Because right. I can't be, I can't be plot armor forever. Because <laughs> I think, I think it's one of those things. Like it's like you either believe everything's a miracle or nothing is, and you are. Everything <laughs> is a miracle, miracle, and I am nothing's a miracle. Right. You are. Yes, you are definitely nothing's a miracle. Because again, I know you work for every single thing you have in your life, and I'm over here like shit. Like, I feel bad, but not really. I love this. I kind of love this part of me. Where, like, you know, like the, the I don't know, it's like Grass Heft Auto where it's like, shit, here we go again. <laughs> like, that's me every time I have to do anything that requires remotely any effort. Yeah. I love the fact that I'm very aloof and just, you know, like, da 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 throughout life. Because even though I am a very aloof and la da 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 right? When it when y'all if y'all needed me when y'all need me for anything right I could do it I'm there yeah right but that's because again like when y'all are like Kendall this needs to be y'all never like that by the way like I don't think you guys have ever come up to me and be like Kendall three weeks Friday I need you with everything you got <laughs> right you guys are never like that you guys are at best like Kendall tomorrow please just don't fuck up like. <laughs> But like I, I am very. I love the fact that I am very aloof towards all of life's greatest challenges because every time one of life's greatest challenges shows up to me and I fucking work at it and fucking get past it, I come out of it and I'm never like. Well, I, sometimes I will say sometimes I am like, that's fucking that's a dog in me. Like most of the time I come up like and I fucking got it. I don't know how or why. But it's here and it's done. <laughs> you, uh, uh, another anime reference, but like if this was Black Clover, you would be Yudo and I'd be Austin. 
I would be. I would be. You'd be the one that's just gifted with all these magical abilities. I because literally, I and I and I know, and I and I say this as humbly as I possibly can. Life did very much come at me, going like, Kendall. Here you go. Here's the handicap. (laughs) Here's a four leaf clover. (laughs) Thank you. He goes, and then later on, life kind of came at me. It was like, hey, hey, how's that four leaf clover working out for you? Because if the four leaf clover are my parents and my fam, friends and family, I fuck yes. <laughs> like that was like, like here's all the safety net and support and love and help you'll ever any person on the planet would ever need to be as successful as that ever they wanted to become, right? And then it was like, oh, and here's <laughs> here's your spade kingdom. <laughs> book yeah here's your other be, here's another book right which would be cassie and like her whole whole family coming at me like we're here to also love and support you and help you with everything you want to like i am you know and you are also where life basically was like steve welcome to the world where everybody's a mage go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like you know what no i'm not settling for this shit what's this book this is my book right. now <laughs> not, even that. not even that you're like fine whatever i don't need magic i've never needed magic right Hey, you fucking with my friend. <laughs> you want to go fuck him up? And then the world is like, all right, all right. I see you drive. I see you drive. Here is a heavy ass sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all they did. That's all they gave you. One book with one sword inside of it. Congratulations. <laughs> what magic spell can I cast on this guy? Here's a sword. Right. All right. <laughs> the ability to. Dude, thank God. Pull swords out of books. Let's right. go. <laughs> and it's like, and if, if. Maasa has like anti-magic in that sword. Your ability was self-actualization. Like, <laughs> that's all that is. It was like, it was like, here's a sword. What does it do? Well, whenever you need to conquer your demons, it basically mashes your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all it did. And I'm over here like, ah, yes. What do I need to do? You need to pass college. That's all you need to do. Perfect. I will show up and... <laughs> Just do my thing. And I'm like, yeah. how do I fucking... I could beat this guy if I just knew how to fuck it. If I could just beat his magic. Oh, what's this sword do? Beat the fucking magic, dude. Come on, please. Please. I will say that is something you do better than anybody. Because you could... Any any person in the world could step into your bar and sit across from you. And you would be right there. You know what I mean? Like, fucking Jeff Bezos could walk into your bar and you'd be like, okay psychologically i'm where you're at let's go yeah <laughs> right like i like i don't have the billions or the business or whatever but like i understand it night to e4 and we're playing <laughs> right. exactly <laughs> and i'm over here like hmm. well i will overcomplicate and over prepare for everything <laughs> possible ever because i don't know what the fuck's going on and then when i do have to challenge this person i'm coming up with like basically an arsenal <laughs> and they're like Oh wow, this guy basically came with it. Like that's how you know fights, right? He shows up and he's all like, mm, "Who are you? A demon?" Mm, well then, I throw four leaf clover magic, star magic, my wind spirit out of nowhere, right? Like, like and everything, like and I have it all. And, like I'm basically just overpowered as shit because <laughs> that's who I am as a person. Because <laughs> if anything, like the DUI, for example, right? Most people I know who got a DUI at that age were like, I had to go to the public defender and I had to, you know, take whatever the plea bargain was and, you know, hope for like, hope get an expunge from my record in years later or whatever. The consequences 
are light with you. Right. My, I got Compared a DUI. To I got a DUI. My mom was all like, you need a lawyer. I was like, I can't afford a lawyer. All right, good. I know the ins and outs of the, co- of the college system, like the back of my hand. You go in here. You ask for your student loans. You get that. You take those student loans. You pay for your lawyer. You're like, okay, cool. Great. Now that you've paid for your lawyer, go get a job. That job, my dad was like, because no, sorry. How much, how did I pay for that lawyer? What did I do? Oh no, I just pulled it out of like student funds, I think. I don't think I used student loans to pay for it. Did I? I don't remember. Anyway, I paid for it and that $3,000 for the lawyer was like, I don't even know. Like literally look at me. Like I don't even know how I paid that back. All I know is I don't have to worry about losing that three grand wherever it went. I crashed my car. That's what it was. I crashed my car. Most people would be like, I totaled my car. I don't know. I'm going to repair it. I'm going to have to take the bus and the train to get to where I need to be. Mom was like, go to the Anza, pull out your student loans. Did that. Pay it off. Fix my car. Good. My dad was like, now come work with me and get a job at Cisco. And I was like, okay. And Cisco was like, here's your signing bonus of the $3,000 you need. You use to repair your car. Perfect. Take that money. My student loans at the Anza paid off. Instantly, and the DUI thing. My mom, I think, went into like my 529 plan and just pulled that money out and was like, "You can get a lawyer." But that was just one option. Cassie's grandparents were like, "You need a lawyer? We'll pay for that lawyer, but you're gonna have to pay us back later on in life. You can pay us in installments, increments, whatever you want to do, but you're gonna have to pay us back." And <laughs> that was, you know, like most people in those situations are like, "I, I, I don't have anybody in my life that's gonna be able to." And I'm sorry to say this, like if that were you, right? Your family would have been like. Steve, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's literally how it'd go, dude. They'd be like, well, you fucking did this to yourself, so fucking figure it out. Right. With me, people are very, everyone in my life, like even y'all were like, listen, I have family that's been through this. I, we can get you counseling. We can get you some sort of plan figured out. And that's just y'all, right? My family were like, we got, we'll figure out the money later. Get the lawyer now, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, even the judge and the lawyer were just like, your record doesn't show that you're actually a criminal to any degree, so we're going to give you the lightest sentence physically possible for what this is. <laughs> and the DMV was like, yeah, honestly, you did, you barely... Because again, I didn't blow point zero. I didn't blow the requirement, right? So the DMV was like, we're not taking away your license or anything. You're good, bro. As far as the DMV is concerned, you didn't do shit. And then the judge was like, how, what is what is he yet to complete? Like, I showed up to that court date and they were like, wait, so he's just here because he's forgetful and a dumbass? And the, everybody in that room was like, yes, your honor. He forgot to turn in that one form that confirmed he finished that class we asked him to take. And he goes, and they looked at it and they're like, but he submitted it now. They're like, yes, he submitted it this morning before, as he arrived to court, he submitted it. And they're like, the judge just rolled her eyes and was like, has he done anything else? Sheriff's weekend, your honor. No, like really, anything else? <laughs> no. Fucking. Here's your plot armor. Do you know how you're done? You're done with the court system. Get the fuck out. <laughs> come back. Come back in October to get your uh, your record expunged. Mm-hmm. October came and went. My mom called. Can go down to the courthouse. <laughs> Submit those forms so we can get your insurance figured out. <laughs> like genuinely, I live the life of a plot armor. Like I, ba- if I was, I, I. There's never been a black man that was meant to be born as a blue eyes, blonde, white lady <laughs> ever in the history of the world. Like I was born as a black man, but my life is meant to be, you know, daddy's little princess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fact. You know, that's a fact. Don't, don't even try to pretend. 
here's the thing and i always i always articulate it this way because like if i ever got caught in that situation because i never would yeah i have to state that you're very much never would. you never would but if i ever did literally just be like it wouldn't be who could i pay it's all right time to read to time to lawyer up <laughs> right it was like time to figure out my shits yeah <laughs> right i don't need to go like I genuinely let me take the bar exam real quick. All right, we got this. <laughs> I will say this though. I will say this for the DUI. Another thing though is I don't have because of that because of the way my life is set up. Like because of all that plot armor, right? It's kind of inhibited my ability to like do things. Yeah. Like when it, when I did get that DUI, it was like only maybe a like the next day. Like I literally got out of the holding of like that eight hour holding. Yeah. And my friend was like, you need to look into lawyers. And so I was like, okay, well, let's look at, I called a few lawyers. I got the price and I was like, well, I wasn't sure anybody was going to help me pay. So I was like, well, I might need to look into public defenders and everything. Before I even got a chance to look into what a public defender or even speak to a public defender, my family was like, no, here's the money. Get yourself a fucking lawyer. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Right. So like given, giving the space, I'm just slower than you guys. Like you would have, you would have been literally out of that thing. You would have taken a nap. You would have woke it up. You would have been like calling lawyers left and right. And then you would have, you know, figured out what your plan was. Yeah. Like, I just don't get caught in those situations. You would never, you would never. Honestly, I'd probably take it upon myself. Like I said, I probably would just be like, how can I, let's see, let's read the, let me read these books. I don't trust, I, I have trust issues, dude. I have hard trust issues. You do. Where I'm like, I don't think I could trust this lawyer to do what I think I need him to do. I could do it better. Honestly, let me just dedicate, and that'd be me. I'd be like, let me just dedicate two weeks straight to see what I need to fucking do to make sure that this guy does not fuck me over. Let's yeah. see. All right, figured it out. Done. Boom. You know? That was not me at all. I just, I was like, originally, again, I knew my case was solid. Because all the facts show that I actually was fine. And the worst that they could get me on was hitting the curb when I tried to pull in and like get make sure I was level with the curb. Right? Yeah. That was the worst they could get me with. So that's why they got me with the reckless driving. See, the worst, the worst, the only time I really had to like get into that lawyer the fuck up mode, not even buy a lawyer, but I was like ready to make my, like state my arguments. Everyone was like, I wouldn't say on my side, but my circumstances were so just dumb. But they were like, this is stupid. Yeah. So like, and this, I'll, just, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit. Um, I had a minor in conception six days before my birthday. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So like I had to go through a trial. I had to go through a court case. And even even the judges, they looked at the thing. And I'm like, your honor, I'm 21 right now. And they're like, that's stupid. Yeah. So I even had to go to like, because this is while I was going to school in Arizona State. Um, even they were just like, like I had to talk to the dean because of this incident. They're like, hey, what's the deal? I'm like, guy, I'm you're talking to me and I'm 21 now. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's dumb. Go through your class and get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, Even the guy I had to go to the class with, he's like talking to all these 19, 17, all these underage kids. Like, get, 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 you guys have so much life ahead of you. You don't want to get caught doing this stupid shit. Wait. And I'm like, guy, I'm 21 right now. He's like, why are you here? He's like, you're irrelevant. Like, I don't care about your situation. You don't exist in this classroom right now. Just sit, sit through the hours. All right. You literally go to each kid. He's like, what do you want to do with your life? He's like, I want to be a lawyer. What about you, a doctor? And you, he's like, I want to, 
own a business. And he looked at me and he was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, valid. You're 21. Who <laughs> right. cares? You're fine. You shouldn't even be in here right now. No, but that's the same thing with my class. I showed up and they're all like, so you're here for the next three months, right? And I was like, no, I'm here for the next uh, four weeks. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I only got eight hours. And he was like, we have an eight hour thing? And I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, I've never met anyone who had to take this class that only had to take the bare minimum yeah. eight hours. He was like, and and how was and, and why were you drinking that night? He goes, oh, you know, I was just out with some friends. He goes, and and why did you why did you decide to drive after that? He was like, because I only blew because I was actually sober and I only blew a point zero seven. He goes, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> like, they literally were just like, what the? F-? Like he genuinely was like he and there were, and everybody else was like I was like why were you drinking? Well, it was the it was the anniversary of my son's suicide and I was very emotional. Why were you drinking? Oh, you know, I was just rolling with the wrong crowd and nobody had my back like I thought they would. Why were you drinking? Oh, you know, like, uh, I just went through a very bad, like, you know, divorce or something like that. Me. Just sit there and don't talk. <laughs> You're here for eight. I'm not even going to learn your name. Like, everybody else there was for there for the next three months. I was there for four weeks, right? And then he was just like, cool, get the fuck out of my face. Make sure you turn in that form. And I never did. I was that. I'm that guy. They had to make it like we're those guys. They have to make examples of just because, like, you technically broke the law. So right. So just play along. Just play along. Just do. Just do the due diligence and pretend like this is really gonna affect yeah. you. <laughs> like honestly, and but like that's you know that's been my entire life. Like things almost really affect me, and then it's just like. Everybody in my life just comes in and they're like, it's like a bomb going off. And then they're just using the force to like shrink it back down. And they're like, okay. And then it's a firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, there's your life. All right. Next time. Like, and they'll yell, like the people in my life will get on my shit. Right. Like yeah. they'll be the ones that are like, how, yo, motherfucker. Like you can't be doing, you, you got had so many opportunities. You got so many things ahead of you. What the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I really know. And then the real life will come at me and they're all like, did your family already give you shit for this? Yes, they're like, good. That's your door. <laughs> See, even See my, all the way out. And there's a difference between our circumstances. Even my family was like, that's stupid. I'm like, I know. Like, come on now, dude. Well, but like your family looks at you and they understand that there's a person here that is very on top of anything that could come up in your life, right? My family, even you guys <laughs> look at me and they're all like, like Kendall, <laughs> Kendall, please. All right. <laughs> This shouldn't be something you should fuck up on. <laughs> but like, I, you know me, I have the ability, I have the miraculous ability to take something that even, even if y'all fucked up on it, it would be nothing. But if I fucked up on it, it's like if we're going on a journey. Oh, have you seen that video where it's like, I was on my way to the kitchen and I end up in the, and I ended up in the ninth circle of hell. <laughs> like, like, they're like, you ended up in the demon realm because you were on your way to the kitchen. And he goes, I am not bright <laughs> I, that's me though like i have i have that weirdly but like it goes both ways right something that really most people will go and they say here's this thing and they'd be like great i could go and i'd be like i didn't know how good or bad this was supposed to be so i built like genuinely mount Ev- not mount everest but like what's that fucking mount what's that place with all the president's heads Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Like, so I built Mount Rushmore when I was supposed to build a baking soda volcano. Like, 
Like you'd be the guy where if you had your own country, another country's like, we're sending our envoy, and you're like, what the fuck's an envoy? Guys, prepare for war. Right. We're sending an envoy. Honestly. And it's just a messenger that's like, hey, we just want to make friends with you. And you're like, guys, put your shields away. Right. Spears down, guys. Guys, spears down. <laughs> He's just a messenger. He's just here to give us a message. Why didn't anyone tell me what an envoy was? <laughs> no, 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 but that's it. But I'd still be in control, right? I'd still be in charge, but I'd have no right to be in charge. I don't know what an envoy is. <laughs> an ambassador? The fuck is that? <laughs> what are they What are they bassing up in this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Right? I want to know what this back guys. Is they're building on. a super bomb right. ambassador. It's called the ambassador. Right. Prepare the walls. <laughs> Guy comes by like, oh, dude, here's some flowers. Where's the bomb? Guys, put shields down. Right. Guys, walls down. They did not, in fact, bring their nuclear football. Stop the construction. <laughs> like Go Ob- paint. <laughs> Obamacare shows up. Who is this Obama? And why does he care so much? <laughs> this doesn't affect you at all. This is an American thing. Yeah. Yeah, then why is he caring about shit, huh? Why does he care what I'm fucking around with? Like, but on the other extreme of that, it's also like, oh, Kendall, we're going to send the destroyer. Oh, thank God. We were hoping somebody would destroy this pollution problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just, I, and, but that's the thing for, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are very much in that scenario where they're like, we they're they're fine in life, but they have like literally just their pinky on the wheel, <laughs> and they're just. <laughs> that trying. is you, Kendall. You are that guy that's like, uh, uh, someone comes up to you and they're just like, Jack the Ripper's been terrorizing your streets, man. Like, thank God, dude. Someone's pulling the weeds out of the streets. Right. Uh, like, I, someone I was, pay that man. Right. Like somebody should be ripping these weeds out the ground. Like I don't know why nobody thought about this as a plan. He's a he's a social. He's a no, social no, justice Ke- warrior. No, he's a serial killer. Well, I mean, I don't like all the serials right. out here, but like... But somebody be need, needs but to I fuck guess. up Captain Crunch. I was going to say, <laughs> but there's there's a lot of brands out there, so right. valid. Right. And like, and for those people, they need you guys. <laughs> they need to hear... Like, they need people in their life, and I'm lucky enough to have that. those people in my life. Like, at least like you and you and Austin and basically just my friends are very much like... We're not going to put our hand on the fucking wheel just because you refuse to. We're going to tell you to put your hand on the wheel. And if you crash and burn, we'll be here to pull you from the ashes. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Like, we'll see. Like, again, these next few weeks for me will really be will really define where I'm where I'm headed in terms of like success or failure. In terms we'll of see where it goes. empire or right, in terms of empire or village <laughs> on the outskirts. <laughs> but on that note. It's your boy Waffles. Welcome back, by the way. I yes. know we took a hard break. Welcome back. I hope you learned something from hearing about our life and our experiences today because you know, when you're when you're in that weird age of 20, <laughs> 20 to 30, and and basically the world is asking you to figure out where you're taking your life, these are the questions you these are the things you really gotta think about. We like do how have much, time though. That's the thing. That's yeah. what you gotta realize. You we do have, have we do have a solid decade. But don't sit on that idea because but when you do, time just like decides to not wanna be your friend. I'll say that twenty to thirty range is figuring like, it out. It's honestly like you came out you came out at eighteen, like you said earlier, like you did the you're at the reverse of 
like how you should be managing your time where like you have all the, you spend all the beginning yeah. doing what you want. You have the fun first and then you do the responsibility right. afterwards. And that, so like that 20 to 30 year range is where it's like, basically you need to hit the brakes into a Tokyo drift yeah. <laughs> because you need to start doing it the opposite. You were driving way. backwards this whole time. Right. And now you need to start driving like a regular person. Yeah. But on with that, these encourage, take these encouraging words with you throughout your everyday life. Announcement. As uh, you notice, we are in a different setting. Yes. We might change it up. So stay tuned with us. This is the start of a new season. Right. And the start of a new lifestyle. For and a new me. <laughs> and a new me for everything that is going forward. And you'll be here to witness it all. <laughs> but stay tuned. More coming at you. Yes. Here on Couch Surfing. We might get a little experimental. Who knows? <laughs> Peace. Peace.